Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Friday, everybody. Well, let's call it Full Blown Friday. It's a question. Can your team close the show? Well, this week, we're going to know. Because if not, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go. It's your boy, OG. And if it's first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in lamest terms. Newsflash, people, the madness is here. Nobody's going home until the dance floor is clear. It's all about Sunday, and if you get a chance... Sorry, but not everybody's getting picked for this dance. Let's go dancing, everybody. Happy Friday. Let's start it off with these quick hits. Let's dive right in. Once again, the major topic, the story going on is the whole Aaron Rodgers saga. Once again, it's been in the news for the last couple of weeks, last couple of months. Uh, if you're like me, I'm kind of sick of it, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Aaron Rodgers the whole Jets contingent, the owner, the offensive coordinator, who was his offensive coordinator in uh, Green Bay, the, the former coach of the Denver uh, Broncos, they all got on the plane, and Robert Sala, I'm heading out to California to, to talk to Aaron Rodgers, and from what's going on in the news, they said the talks are going well, but you got to consider a couple of things. Yeah, I think the, the relationship between him and the Packers is kind of fractured right now. And then you got to go with the pros and the cons. Okay, he's got his old coordinator there. You know, uh, it's not going to be the coach manipulation that he has in Green Bay because nobody feels like LaFleur should have got the job in Green Bay. And I think Aaron, Aaron Rodgers respects him, but not, but not as much as he should. He still thinks he's a new, new kid on the block. And, like, what is he really going to tell, tell him? But then you got to think about the New York media. In New York, it's simple. All you got to do is win. All you got to do is win. And the, there's been talks about, you know, does Aaron Rodgers still have the goods and all of that? I'm pretty sure he does. He just had a bad year. How bad was it? I mean, it's way off the radar for, for his skill set. But then again, are, are, is the New York Media going to be able to put up with his ego. Is his teammates going to be able to put up with his ego? He's been there. He's, he's done it all. He only has one Super Bowl. But still, it's Aaron Rodgers. Quite frankly, I'm tired of talking about it. I just wish they'd get a deal done. Uh, everybody's thinking he's leaning toward the Jets. But I really think he's going back to Green Bay. I mean, where? why not go where you can have it your way? Why not go where you can have it your way instead of starting all over? And if he's if he's getting tired of playing, why would you want you why would you want to go somewhere new and start all over from scratch? Hmm. Is yay nay? We don't know. We're about to see though. Uh, as the talks uh, heat up, so we'll we'll keep you posted on that. And moving on to the other saga, a different end of the spectrum. We got Lamar Jackson, the Lamar Jackson saga. The pundits want to talk about he's injury prone now, questioning his ability to negotiate his own contract, the collusion with the league by the owners, the Carolina, Atlanta, Tampa, the Commanders, the Jets. They're out on Lamar Jackson, according to league sources. Lamar Jackson is 26 years old. He's a former MVP. He's in his prime and he can't get a contract. You tell me why. 
read between the lines. It's real simple. This this even makes it work. Daniel Jones signed a four-year, $160 million contract, and he's not even close to Lamar's level. But but nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about that. I think if you call Brian Dayball today for the Johnson was like, hey, I, I'll give you Lamar for Daniel Jones, that's done. That's done. Everybody know what it is. The players, even upon his own TV, they know what it is. Stop crying, trying to discredit this man. You know why he didn't play those last seven or eight games, how many it was before the end of last season. He's not getting hurt on a contract year. They know that too. Like I said, when the player takes up for himself, he's disgruntled. Uh, he's not looking at the big picture. But when the, the the league, when the owners come up with some crap, it's always business. Well, guess what? For Lamar, it's business. Moving on. Then we had, for, moving on from the Daniel Jones thing, they gave Daniel Jones four years, $160 million, and franchise Saquon Barkley. Not a giant fan, but you don't have to be to know that Saquon Barkley is the best player on that team. But you franchised him and gave Daniel Jones the bag. Man, I don't like how the league is turning. I don't like the fact that they put a they devalued the running back a long time ago because of the, the, the way the offense is going. They made the wide receivers more of an intricate into the offense. But if you're running the ball and you're getting hit every play, I mean, how can you devalue them? they like every back is a dime a dozen. That's not true. That's not true. Especially not for Saquon's case. I don't think they want them to get on on the free market, but but we'll see. We will definitely see. Then we have uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, is finally going to do some workouts. Everybody's talking about where he's going to go. In fact, point blank period, period, I don't want him in Dallas. For what? We we barely got a number one. Gallup is a functional number two. If he comes in there, he's going to be a number two. And you really don't know what you're getting from Odell at this point in his career. He's he's no longer number one. He hasn't been a number one for a number of years. But you don't really know what you're getting. But I'm telling you, like, as far as Jerry goes, I know what he's looking at. He's not really concerned about his play on the field. Jerry's looking at the merch. Jerry's looking at the merch numbers and how many jerseys he can sell and how to boost up the star and boost up his revenue. That's what Jerry's looking at. But any other team looking in the OBJ, I'm like, why? Because like I said, you're not looking for him to come to your team to be number one. He He's not that. He's he's past that. So, I mean, hopefully he gets back in the league. Uh, I think OBJ has humbled himself a little bit. He knows he's not the player he formerly was. He still wants to get that big paycheck, but where will he get it? Because I can't see him coming to Dallas and making no more than three mil. A lot of people out there need receivers, uh, depending on how this workout goes. But we'll see. I, I wish them nothing but the best of luck, just not in Dallas. The Texans lose a draft pick over tampering allegations. Surprise, surprise. And uh, they're seriously thinking about pursuing Jimmy G. You know, uh, D'Amico Rons watched Jimmy operate over there in San Francisco. And they're also talking about not drafting Bryce Young, but going to uh, the Florida quarterback who wowed him at the uh, combine, Richardson. A lot of decisions to, made, uh, to be made over there on Kirby Drive. Uh, like I said, I wish D'Amico had never came back here, but 
it is what it is i wish them luck but i won't be cheering for the texans moving on we're gonna get into a little bit of nba news if you didn't see it the jj reddick uh kendrick perkins uh blow up on uh espn about of all things the mvp award jj seems to think perk is uh racist for saying that you know these guys are getting the mvp because they're white no you're wrong jj they're not getting it because they're white it's about the money baby it's all about the money but steve nash got those two mvps over kobe and shaq is about it was about getting white people in the stands white people in those sky boxes because if you go to an nba game depending on what city you're in 80 percent of the population are white but now with the joke kick, the whole joking thing is about getting that European money. I've told you time and time again, they want Luca to be the, the uh, face of the league so bad because he's the biggest thing in Europe. And if they could get him to be the biggest thing in the U.S., they want to merge the leagues. They want to bring the Euros over here to merge the league. That's more money, more money, more money. I see what you're doing out, Adam Silver, but it's killing our product. Like I said, Jokic, he's had two good years. He did not deserve the MVP, not one of those years. Not even this year. Like I said, when Russell Westbrook led the league in triple-doubles for three straight years, he only got one MVP. Now you're trying to get this guy three back-to-back-to-back. And like I said, when, when the last time the MVP of the league got picked next to last in the All-Star game, not recognized in his own hometown. And this is third best player on his team when everybody's healthy. Riddle me that. It's not about racism, JJ. Because 80% of the voters voting on the MVP are white. So we can cut that out. We could have been said that a long time ago. But it is what it is. And basically, it boils down to just being business. Like I said, if I was picking one this year, I would have had to go with Embiid, but Adam Silver's trying to get that Euro money. And like I said, Adam Silver, stop playing with us. Okay, John Morant, you know, he's been in the news for the gun in a video. Uh, they've decided not to uh, pursue any charges. And I mean, like, why would they? I mean, that's the NBA thing. I mean, I don't agree with him flashing the gun in a video. You know, he's a role model, what have you. But, I mean... If you're going to pursue charges against Ja, you want to sit on uh, Facebook and Instagram and charge everybody that's showing a gun? Because this will be a long day. It, it will be a bunch of people going to jail. But Ja knows better that people around him need to tighten up and get this young man in line about what to do and what not to do before he really messes up his career. Like I said, Ja's uh, number one problem is Ja wants to be a cool kid. Ja wants to be a cool kid. Ja, you got it all, bro. You are a cool kid. You don't have to act. Okay, moving on. Uh, Fred Van Vliet from uh, the Toronto Raptors went on a rant about the officials. Well, well, well. Yeah, Fred got fined $30,000 for just speaking the truth. I mean, he knew it was going to happen. And with the book, with uh, Donahue, Donahue coming out saying that refs, uh, ref certain players hard you know looking at the sports book and all of that crap it is possible these refs take everything far too personal like he said 
Nobody's coming to the game to watch you. Nobody's coming to the game to watch you disrupt the game or take out your personal vendetta on players. But it happens. And everybody knows it happens. Fred just had had, had enough at this point. Uh, so Scott Foster, they're watching you, buddy. Don't be another Donahue. Nobody needs another scandal. Uh, kudos for Fred for saying what he had to say, taking a $30,000 hit. But, hey, something's got to shape up in the NBA. These soft calls. I mean, if you're going to call the game, if you're going to let them play, let them play. Don't turn it into the tip for tap at the end of the game. Or if, you, if you're calling it tight the whole game, just call it tight. That's basically all, all he's asking. These guys get uh, offended, you know. Like I said, Fred, Fred Van Vliet, if you look at his character, he's not running up to the officials, screaming, cussing them out. That's not his thing. But these guys' egos are way out of control, and somebody needs to, needs to put them back in check. Now, going to injuries, we got KD and Luka out right now. KD sprained his uh, ankle in warm-ups. He looks like he's going to be out two to three uh, weeks. I think Phoenix will be okay. If if they do drop in the standings, it won't be any more than one spot. And Luka's got a thigh contusion, and he's day-to-day. -day. People are asking, how is the Luka-Kyrie thing working out? Well, not too well. Because like I said, it's Luka's team. Well, it's supposed to be Luka's team. But if you've been watching them, Pretty much J.K. is giving the Kyrie the nod. Hey, guys, it's, it's on you. Because, like, Luca's looking at Kyrie like, yeah, that's really Uncle Drew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's not that. As much as they want to hype him up, like I say, they want him to be the face of the league. He is not Kyrie. Kyrie's that dude when he wants to be. Like I said, probably, Luca may be a little bit more consistent, but if I'm the coach and the game's on the line, Kyrie getting the ball, not Luca. I'm sorry. I don't think Kyrie will be there after this year, but, you know, the experiment's not working so far. Not saying they can't get it together, but we're going to find out. Moving on, uh, Paul Gasol got his jersey retired by the Lakers. I just want to know why. I mean, yeah, they won two championships. Him and Kobe won two together, but they should have had three because he didn't show up the first time they met the Celtics in the, in the championship Uh Quite frankly, they they bitched him. He he, you know, they were a little physical with him, and that's it. And like I said, I could see them retiring this jersey with the Grizzlies because he did put in work with the Grizzlies over here. But the Lakers, uh, so you retire this jersey, you gonna you gonna retire Andrew Bonham too? That's all I'm saying. Not hating. They said they were, they were gonna put him up there because uh, Tidy is with uh, Kobe's family. But man, you don't need your. Your, your jersey shouldn't be retired uh, in, in L.A. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Moving on. LeBron James passed up on a game to go his, see his son, Bronny, in his final high school game. No big deal. Something any father would do, not unless he actually had a game. And then I, I'm sure Bronny would have understood, but LeBron, to all accounts, is a great father. I understand him wanting to be there for his final game. But they got smashed. Bronny's done went from the number 78 kid in the beginning of the year to number 58 to number 28 all the while by averaging 13 points. And, oh, yeah, they boosted him up to a five-star now. I don't know what they're watching. Bronny's the third best player on his team. The team they played had two kids. One kid's going, going to the league probably, and the other one is uh, Master P's son, 
Mercy Miller. He had 18. Bronny had 10. And, and the other kid had had uh, 24 points. So it was crazy. I'm just not understanding. Uh, I'm not mad at LeBron for going to the game, but them trying to make Bronny something he isn't. I hope the kid keeps his head on straight and uh, works everything out. But that's all I have for the for the quick hits. Moving on to the NCAA, the men's. Uh, it was a firing party going on yesterday. Man, it was crazy. Jim Beheim is out at Syracuse. Not fired, but asked not to come back. So, you take that however you want to take it. Uh, Patrick Ewing is gone at uh, Georgetown. When did Georgetown become a bad job? I'm just saying. I know when Shark Smart was doing his thing at VCU, he could have been the coach at Georgetown or Maryland. He chose to go to Texas. That's when I knew Georgetown was not the, the destination place in the DMV. We need to get somebody in there, stop the bleeding, go back and get John Thompson III, one of his sons or former player or something, somebody, to get Georgetown back in the mix. Love Pat Ewing, love what he did for the program, but two conference wins in two years, it's not going to cut it. I feel feel bad for him, but he probably knew it was the best thing for the program also. Uh, good luck, Pat. I'm sure he'll be a coach again. Mark Adams steps down at Texas Tech after a dispute over some Bible verses. People getting mad at the church now. Apparently, he, he said the wrong thing, and this was never going to be fixed. So Mark Adams, he stepped down at uh, Texas Tech. Uh, the Cal coach, Mark Fox, also fired, let go, uh, for his ineptitude as coach. Uh, Mike Brennan is out at American University. And Georgia Southern's Brian Bogg is also out. Wow. It's a lot of job openings with the transfer portal and kids jumping around. It's tough for any coach these days, but wow. Getting fired. Let's say it was like it was like the NFL. It was like Black Thursday. Uh, in other news, coaching news, Bill Self won't coach the Big 12. Unknown illness. I'm thinking it's COVID, but they're not, they're not specifying. And my Tar Heels uh, lost last night to Virginia, so I don't think they're going to make the tournament. Maybe our blue blood status will get us in, but they're playing like garbage. Hubert, you got to do better. Jerry Stackhouse is waiting in the wings. Co-SEC Coach of the Year is waiting in the wings. Now, Hubert, you're Tar Heel, so I'm going to give you a chance to fix it. Love all of those guys. But all of them need to leave. Caleb Love, got to go. RJ, got to go. Baycock, got to go. This is the same class that made Roy Williams quit. It's a curse. I don't know. But they got to go. The whole shebang. The whole shebang. But uh, Monday, I'll have the tournament matchups. Bracketology will be in effect. So... Uh, there's still conference play going on with the big boys, so I'll get that to you on Monday as well. Uh, with the women, uh, South Carolina still number one. They've been ranked number one for 37 weeks straight, uh, second only behind UConn, Dandy Don Staley, 
making another run for another national championship. And by all accords, she should get it. But we will see. I will be watching. And we'll get their uh, bracket information on Monday also. Nothing really to report in the NFL. Like I said, there are a lot of free agents being released, uh, salary cap hits, uh, things of that nature. But we'll have all of them for you on Monday as well. Uh, moving on to the NBA, the Warriors and the Grizzlies beef. I like it. I like it. I think it's good for basketball. I think it's good for basketball. Draymond and Dylan, uh, uh, Dylan going back and forth. I think it's great because Draymond talked too much. I mean, that's part of his 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 deal. He he talks too much, and I'm not mad at that. But the problem with Draymond is he thinks he's on. He thinks he's a superstar, and he is not. He's a glorified role player with a lot of mouth. But somewhere in his brain, he got it mixed up that he's on the same level as Steph or KD, like that. Just because you talk a lot doesn't doesn't shoot you into superstar status. It's your play. His play has been declining for the last couple of years. He's still, you know, he's still feasible for them. But I don't, after this uh, playoff run, they're about to go on. I don't think it will be so much. Don't be surprised if Draymond, Draymond is gone next year. I thought maybe they were shopping him at the trade deadline. But we're going to see. But Dylan Brooks put him on blast. He was like, you want to talk that crap on your uh, podcast? Well, then show me. I, I think it's good. I don't think the Warriors really going to be measured until Andrew Wiggins comes back. He's out with some personal issues. When he comes back and they get together, how they play when he comes back is going to let you know all you need to know about are they really going to make a run or not. But the way it's going now, they got to have home advantage because they can't win on the road. So we're going to see how that goes. Well, in the East, uh, the Bucks are solidifying what, what I've been telling you all year. When they're healthy, they're going to be a handful to beat. They're going to be because they come at you in waves. They can pretty much go 12 deep on the bench. And like I said, although Giannis is the superstar, aka the Greek freak, the head of the snake is Drew Holiday. You gotta get, you gotta put some clamps on Drew Holiday, because if, if if not, if he's just running wild, you have no chance of beating the Bucks. The Celtics had a little slide going on, but they somehow righted the ship. Jason Tatum, you gotta do more. Joe Mazzula, better coaching. Mm, their odds of winning it all is slid a little bit to me. I quite frankly don't think they're even going to get to to the conference finals. Live by the three, die by the three, and they've been dying by it a lot lately. Philly is finally in the house. Joel Embiid, although as lazy as he is and he wants to be the point guard, they've been playing some good ball. I, I cannot front on that. Even with James Harden out for a game, they still managed to uh, beat the Bucks. So Philly's on the rise. Maybe Doc will keep his job. You got Cleveland and the Knicks in the four and five spots right now. That's a dog fight. I hope they stay pat in the first round of play of the playoffs. That would be crazy. Knicks coming off the 10 game winning streak and Cleveland down on the spot of Mitchell doing his thing. I would love to see that in the first round. The, and the Nets, the Nets, after all that controversy, the three superstars leaving, a star is born. Mikael Bridges is the real deal. Now, don't get me wrong. He's not a number one. He's not a superstar, but he's a, a really good Robin. They need to get somebody in there uh, to help this man. 
But like I said, nobody's coming to play for the Nets. One simple reason. You let three of the top ten players in the NBA walk. And the GM still has his job. Fired the coach, but the GM still got his job. Nobody cares about the picks you have because no self-respecting superstar is going to come there after that crap you did to Kyrie. So, the end of the dilemma. Like I said, Joe Sy, um, my best advice to you, sell the team. Moving on to the West. Denver is on top of the world right now. I don't see anybody catching them but, uh, before the end of the season. So, but they've come back down to earth as of late. Tougher schedule. Jokic is not the MVP you think he is. <clears throat> not hating, just stating facts. Then you have the Kings. Nobody wants to play the Kings. The Kings are sitting at number two right now. And I'll tell you right now, nobody wants to play the Kings. As I've told you, they run the Golden State Warrior offense better than Golden State. And they have an inside presence. So bonus will give it to you any day of the week. Then we move it on to these Grizzlies. They finally stopped talking. Like I said, I've been saying the whole year, it's nothing wrong with young upstarts. You want the young guns to come for you, but stay humble. All of this talking is not necessary. You can't talk. You can talk smack to the Golden State Warriors, but keep it about the competition. You can't talk go talking about championships with the Golden State Warriors. They got four. You have none. You don't even have a conference championship. You can't go that route. Just tell them you're going to bust their ass and keep it humble. They'll respect you more. You know what I'm saying? They will respect you more. Then the Suns. With KD out, I think they go, they'll be okay to hold the fort down. I don't think it's a big deal right now because uh, Devin Booker's on a tear. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt. Hopefully Chris Paul doesn't muck it up. And uh, and if if they do, they still got Aiton. Aiton could give you 20, 25 a game, 10, 10, 15 rebounds. They got the big fella. So I think they'll be okay holding it down. And the Clippers are finally making their uh, presence felt. You got the claw dunking on people again. Paul George is doing his thing. And yes, the return of Brody. Russell Westbrook is being Russell Westbrook. And I love it. It's for whatever reason they're trying to get Brody out of the league, the league's better with Brody in it. So it's going to be interesting. Right now, the 4-5 matchup is the Suns and the Clippers. Also, that would be a great first round thing. Although I don't want to see it yet. I want to see Golden State and the Suns in the first round if they stay in the 4-5 spot. If you've been listening to the show, you know why. But we're just going to leave it at that. And the lebron Lakers. Hey, the Lakers have been playing good ball lately. And Anthony Davis finally remembered who, who he was. Anthony Davis. So he's been carrying the Lakers. I don't know how far they're going to get. Uh, he got busted in the nose the other night. Got up. Played with uh, tissue in his nose. But hey, like my brother said, he can't play too. He can't be tough two games in a row. So look for him to be setting out the next couple of games. But who knows? But so far, AD is carrying the load. Uh, no timetable on when LeBron will be back or, or uh, if uh, what, what the phantom injury is. So we'll see. That's enough with uh, the NBA. The XFL updates. I have the standings, looking for more information on the players and everything. I just I didn't get, get a chance to get it this week. I should have that for you Monday or following Friday. We're going to close out on boxing. 
Lord Jake Paul had this little crazy thing in some park in California. To me, it was all set up. Jake Paul got his ass kicked by uh, Tommy Fury, and Floyd didn't sell any tickets in his last exhibition, so they're trying to cut their losses and come together. Guess what, fellas? The hustle is over. Nobody wants to see that anymore. Nobody wants any more exhibitions. Floyd, come on. You don't need to prove anything to anybody. Nobody needs boxing lessons. They can watch you on YouTube. Jake Paul, you can't fight. You can't fight. You want to talk about the guys that you know? You mean the guys you paid. Because if you watch that fight, you paid that guy not to knock your ass out. Nobody wants to see that. Now his brother wants to fight Tom. For what? The, you, you're the fighter. And that was that was horrible. Nobody wants to see him. He's less of an athlete than you. Look, guys, pick up the pieces, find another hustle, but leave the boxing world alone. We got enough problems. Then you had Tank and uh, Ryan Garcia had their press conference. Man, <sighs> these guys don't know how to sell fights yet. The little posturing, and it's like two kids in the playground. You push me, I push you. Ryan Garcia is up there talking about crowns. When Devin Haney's in the division, undisputed champion, what, what crown are you fighting for? You have no belts at, at 135. Devin Haney has them all. And you clowns uh, don't want to fight him. Oh, he doesn't have enough followers. He's he's boring. He's the undisputed champ of the division. What are you clowns talking about? Wouldn't it be more profitable if, if you fought the guy with all the belts? You're not the A-side. I don't care how many YouTube followers you have, Instagram followers you have. If you don't, if you're undisputed, you are not the A-side in any conversation. Stop the bullshit. Let's get it on. That's all I'm saying. This fight is real simple to me. Uh, Ryan Garcia, like I say, he likes to talk about his hook. If it goes 12 rounds, Ryan Garcia can outbox Tank. No question. But can he stay away from Tank for 12 rounds? People have tried, and people have gotten knocked out. Him, Glassdoor, he's not staying away from, from Tank for 12 rounds. Tank's too crafty. Like I said, Tank is talented. He's not special. Ryan Garcia, with his skills, he could be he could be special, but he's too, he's too much into being a celebrity. So be a celebrity, get boxing up. I don't know why he fought so hard for a, a rematch if he loses. Because I think he's going to get his ass kicked. And if he gets his ass kicked for the second time, call it a career. You better uh, work on your craft, young man. It, it, it ain't all smoke and mirrors when somebody's swinging at you. So, uh, and uh, lastly, like I said, they, they both need to go see Devin Haney before he goes up to 140 to 147. But, hey, that's, that's just it. And Triple G has vacated another title. I think it's time for Triple G to hang it up. I think he sees the writing on the wall. Can't take steroids anymore. Yeah, I said it. He was knocking people out, and then all of a sudden he stopped. It wasn't age. It was steroids. But, yeah, nobody wants to see another him and Canelo fight. His last couple of fights been mad boring. Retire on your shield, Triple G. Uh, it was good while it lasted. And that's all I have for the boxing world. Well, let me get out of here on this note. I'm going to send a shout-out. Uh, Shout out to my brother's birthday, George. My brother George, whose birthday was on Wednesday. 
He wants to thank everybody for all the birthday wishes because he's not a Facebook guy. He's off the grid. He's stuck in the matrix. And that's the way he likes it. And I'm cool with that. Uh, he wants to thank everybody for the birthday wishes. Also, shout out to uh, George Jones. He's from my hood. Crook Corner. Happy birthday. His birthday was also on the same day as my brother's. Uh, shout out to Robert Tate. Also, my cousin my cousin Robert Tate. His birthday was also on March the 8th. Uh, we're going to give a shout out to my man Thomas Lewis today, also from my neighborhood. Uh, Slim's Barbershop. Shout out, shout out to him. Uh, who else we got here? Uh, I want to give a special shout out uh, to my grandmother, uh, Julia E. Plummer. Her birthday will be tomorrow. If she was still with us, she would be uh, 112 years old. Uh, anybody who got raised up by the grandma know the love that, man, you can never get back to that. Like she said, she whooped all her grandkids, so that was love in itself. Uh, when I was growing up, my first cousins was my extended brothers and sisters, and that we need more of that. We need more real grandmothers uh, in the world today. Uh, that's, I'm going to leave it right there. Also, I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, the Northern Neck uh, State Champions, the Lancaster Red Devils. Look, I'm a Washington Lee Eagle. Red makes me itch, but... I've I seen the outpouring of uh, support for them. Like, uh, Washington went to the state, like, what was it, a year and a half ago? I didn't see this much uh, support. I mean, they were getting supported, but I didn't see all the people from the other counties supporting them like the people in, in uh, Westmoreland County are supporting Lancaster. I'm like, come on, people. I'm happy for the kids. But like I said, red makes me itch. So, congratulations to those kids. West Molin, get it together, man. Get it together. It's your boy OG, and I'm O U T.